this show is not for the easily offended. So if you are easily offended, go listen to something else. This show is not for the easily offended, so if you are easily offended, go listen to something else. Hello and welcome to Comic Book Noise. I'm your host, Derek Howard. Comic Book Noise can be found at comicbooknoise.com. It's part of the Deliberate Noise Network. For more details, please go to deliberatenoise.com. If you'd like to send feedback, you can email me. My email address is Derek, that's D-E-R-E-K, at comicbooknoise.com. Or you can call the audio comment line at 734-331-0772. If you'd like to donate to the show, you can um, go to comicbooknoise.com. There you'll find links so that you can um, donate either through PayPal um, by donating Alphonic Minutes so that I can get this particular show uh, processed and uploaded or by becoming a patron um, at Patreon like these fine folks. Uh, Dave Slush of the Evil Genius Chronicles, thank you. Uh, Bruce Rosenberger, thank you. Vicious Smith, thank you. Martin Ferretti, thank you. Rick Hansen, thank you, because it just says Rick, but I know it's Rick Hansen. Uh, James Johnson, thank you. Ken Kennedy, thank you. Chris Ivey, thank you. Edward Elmore Jr., thank you. Dave Levine, thank you. And Frankie De Jesus, thank you. Thank you all. Uh, this um, episode, uh, <laughs> this is all stuff that was recorded ahead of time. Um, over on the Twitch channel, I did a quick, uh, sort of an unboxing, um, of my latest, uh, comic book shipment, and I just grabbed the audio from that because nobody, uh, <laughs> I don't think I have any followers on that, um, twitch.tv slash deliberate noise. I don't really do a whole lot over there, um, but every now and then. I will do something live, live streaming, because I didn't know that Twitch TV used to be Justin TV. Um, I always wonder what happened to them. I thought they got bought out by uh, Ustream before Ustream shit the bed. Anyway, um, so I, I talked about that, so we'll have that, and then there'll be a little break, and um, I was original, I didn't know if I wanted to make the second, um, Segment, a movie noise or a comic book noise, but I just decided to go with um, both. So if you listen to uh, comic book noise, you get a you, you know you get the comic book noise show. If you listen to movie noise, you will get the movie noise show. Um, but the main 
portion for each of them is a parking lot review of me and Steven after we finished watching the movie, after we finished going to go see the movie uh, Incredibles 2. <coughs> Hope you like it, and then I will come back um, so I can close out the show. So, yeah, there you go. And the box. All right, here we go. And the box uh, sat outside in the rain for a few minutes, and I didn't know about it. Um, but here is what I got. And the box was like really, it it seemed, I don't know, just bigger, juicier, you know. Um, of course, it didn't have juice in it. This is a box of comic books, not a box of, um, juice. Alright, so... The first thing that I really noticed, because I forgot that I had signed up for it, was that I had grabbed, um, previews. I haven't gotten previews in a while, because, you know, I really haven't cared. Um, so... This is what I got. Got the previous stuff. Image apparently has its own magazine now, but there's no magazine for Marvel. Huh, that's weird. I got DC previews. Yeah. Image Plus. And DC Nation, whatever that is. Alright. And of course, there's previews itself. Ooh. That looks interesting. I might have to add that. Stranger Things, eh. You know what? I like the um, the TV show, but I don't know if I'm going to read a comic book about it. And I also got um, this book right here. This is a... Uh, here we go. It's a trade paperback of uh, Mr. Miracle, and it's in color. Cool. Um, I like Mr. Miracle. I always have. Um, him and uh, Big Barda. Simply because they're two of the more colorful superheroes, even for that time, you know? Uh, and I think that the color scheme works. It's just me. I just... just I just think that it does, and I'm looking forward to, uh, to checking this out. Now, in the big part, and I think that the reason that the box looked so juicy was because of those, um, there we go, because of those, uh, uh, big books, because the comic books themselves really aren't all that big, you know? Uh, and let's see what I get. Alright. Number 9 of Mage. Which is cool. Uh, what is this? This is number 3 of Man of Steel. Hope I got the other one. <laughs> in here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. Okay. Here's number 1 of Man of Steel. I'm looking forward to that. Number 3. Uh, Nancy Drew. Uh, one, I saw preview pages for this, 
And I was like, you know what? I really like this artwork. I am definitely going to check it out, you know? Scooby Apocalypse. You know, I really thought I was going to hate Scooby Apocalypse when I saw the, um, the, uh, the first images that Jim Lee did. It just didn't look like Scooby-Doo, you know? And it's not. It's not the Scooby-Doo I grew up with. Scooby-Doo, which, quite frankly, I didn't like. I didn't like uh, Scooby-Doo, Where Are You? I did like that Scooby-Doo TV show that came out a few years ago. They actually had, like, a running running storylines to it. Um, And Scooby Apocalypse is, like, Afterlife with Archie in that they take these characters that I'm familiar with and they put them in a whole new situation, you know? So I don't have a problem with it. I actually like it. Once again, I was really kind of trepidatious to see what they were going to do with the Hanna-Barbera properties. And so far, I have not read a single issue from any of the Hanna-Barbera properties that I have disliked. So, I was wrong. Alright, this Aquaman storyline has really gotten good, you know. It's, um... They've gotten more towards the uh, the whole um, Game of Thrones type story that they really, quite frankly, should have been telling all this time. There's a lot of stuff going on. I'm enjoying it. And here's number four. And here's Man of Steel number five. Here's the Terrifics number five. This is actually a really good book. Um, I'm enjoying it. I know what else All right. Savage Dragon had a big major loss in the last issue. I want to see how they deal with that. Um, I have a feeling, I know, but we'll see. Because I'm, I'm enjoying this book. Even though that for a while there, it did get off into uh, Set's farce territory. Um, <laughs> this is episode 400 of Indie Comic Book Noise. If you want to hear how they felt about it, you know. Uh, at least one of the guys. I can't remember who it was now. Uh, Justice League, I said before, I will always say this, I, if a Justice League number one comes out, I'm going to buy it. Ah, here it goes. I was kind of worried that I wasn't going to get number two. Um, so it looks like number six is the only one that I'm missing. I thought that I stopped it getting this book. Hmm, oh well. Spawn. Archie, which is another really good book, um... This is not Riverdale, the TV show. This is really how, quite frankly, I they, they could have gone this way with Riverdale, and I think they still would have had a hit. But the Riverdale that's on TV is not for normal archery readers. I don't know how else to put it. Anyway, um... That's what I wanted to go over, and uh, I think right now I'm about to go read some comic books. Hello. Okay. This is Derek Howard. I'll tack an intro in on this. But anyway, Steve and I are just leaving the theater from seeing um, Incredibles 2. Say hi, Steven. Hello. Really? What? How are we doing that again? <laughs> what? The soft voice that can barely be heard. Hello. Thank you. You're welcome. Anyway, we just saw Incredibles 2. Um, 
So, first off, Stephen, uh, big question: Would you recommend this movie? Yes. Yes. Why? Um, because it is good. What makes it good? Can you hold this while we record? Yeah, sure. I'm gonna roll your window too. Because I'm gonna be talking quietly anyway, so it's better. Um, I don't know. I like the story. What was it about the story that you liked? Probably the villain. The villain was. Hold on. In case you didn't know, there will be spoilers. We're gonna spoil the hell out of this movie. Yeah. It's all gone. Um, the villain, the who it was, was really predictable. Yeah. But the reveal was still cool, and what they did with her was cool as well. Right. Um, okay, what was your favorite part of the movie? Let's ask, what did you like about the movie? I, uh, I don't know. Why don't you say whether or not you'd recommend this movie? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I would definitely recommend this movie. Um, I thought it was what could best be described as a worthy sequel. Mm-hmm. Um, when I saw that it was over two hours long, see, oh, it's been on my book. Um, at first, I was like, "That's a long time for a movie, right?" But then I looked at the runtime for The Incredibles, and it was 150, uh, one hour fifty six minutes. This was two hours and like fourteen, wasn't it? No, two hours and six minutes. Two hours and six. Okay. Yeah, so it's like a ten, ten minutes. extra minutes, yeah. and most of that looked like it was credits because those damn things seem to go on forever. <laughs> um, but yeah, I liked it. It, it, it. They had a a lot of um, uh, things about family that I liked. I mean, I just I just really really enjoyed it. You know, the story itself. Um, has been done before in comic books. Uh, so to me, that it, I'm not gonna say it was predictable, but it was it was it was it was nice. You know, I didn't have to think too hard about. It. <laughs> normally, there's a lot of uh, movies like to bring up uh, a lot of philosophical or ethical issues, and to me, this one didn't really. It scratched the surface on a bunch of them, but it didn't really go. Yeah, there yeah. was that one at the very end that seemed kind of which one about? just forced in there, where Violet was like, "Well, she's rich, so she's probably just oh, going to yeah. get a slap on the wrist anyway." Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you know what, though, what? that to me really wasn't forced. That's something that you would expect uh, a snotty teenager to say in that situation. If you didn't say something like that, I would be surprised. I would be more worried. Okay. Thanks. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, so what did you... What was your favorite part of the movie? What was my favorite part of the movie? Yes. No, wait a minute. What, did you like, what didn't you like about the movie? What I didn't that. I like about the did movie? not like about the movie? Only thing I can say that I really didn't like about the movie is some of the dialogue was really cheesy. Yeah, but it's superhero dialogue. Yeah, I know. I mean, cartoon superhero for kids dialogue. If you actually really read a bunch of uh, comic books from when they were marketed and sold for, for children, mm-hmm. you would be like, why in the hell would anybody read this for so long? Why would why did anybody read this for almost 50 years, right? Yeah. Um, so I didn't really have a problem with that, with the dialogue. 
the problem I had was sometimes, and you even mentioned this in the theater when we were talking. Yeah, yeah, because it didn't matter because there was only four of us in the theater. Yeah. They were way back and we were way in the front. Um, sometimes it looked like the uh, like the resolution dropped. There was only one scene that I noticed that on. It looked fuzzy. It was weird. Yeah, but you know, after you mentioned that... You saw it a bunch more times? That's when I noticed it. Okay. Because, you know, when you were saying, doesn't this look fuzzy? And I was just thinking, oh, yeah, no, I looked at, wait a minute now. I'm <laughs> seeing this part over here. This doesn't look right. Um, and a lot of the... Um, oh, God, the NPCs. I don't know what you would call them. The uh, background people. You know, they looked... I hate to say fake for a computer animated thing, but they look generic. How's that? Yeah. Uh, do you remember that part where they, you had all those people standing in front of the um, uh, in front of the uh, the TVs? Yeah. The wall of TVs. Mm-hmm. They, none of those people looked like they had any kind of uh, personality or any kind of um, uniqueness to them. No. To me, it, it, they look like a bunch of NPCs. Yeah. Um, period. You know, it's like, yeah, you don't have a speaking part, but if they were like real people, if it was like live action and you had a bunch of people back there, you could say, okay, you know, these are people. Mm-hmm. But there you could take, say, okay, this is, these are defaults. These are default images, it seems like. Okay. So I don't want to, to, to dwell on the negative because I really, I really didn't think this movie had a whole lot of negatives no. right um, because the part I had with the problem with the NPCs that was sort of just like what three seconds of screen time it was really short All right so it, it really wouldn't matter to anybody else but it's just like to me it was just like oh wow okay <laughs> um, just like you said when the when resolution dropped didn't seem like that was a big deal because it didn't last that long. No, it was just for that one scene that I noticed. Um, what I really did like, since I want to get back on the positive there, is okay. the, the the League of, um, of Substitute Heroes, the guys who didn't have a name, you know, Void and the rest of those guys. The, you know, the guys that didn't have a name, like this girl who had a name and all the other people No, the, 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 the group itself didn't have a name. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's what I meant by the guys who didn't have a name. Um, uh, they um, they had some really interesting powers, you know? Because, you know, normally um, when people talk about powers, you get the powers that the Incredibles have, right? There's a stretchy person. There's a speedster. There's, there's a, a person who could go invisible. There's someone really right. strong. There's, a, there's a, a big tank. There's somebody with fire powers, somebody with ice powers. Those are just basic powers that everybody gets right but these guys had some really interesting ones and even the the guy with the fire power reflux right the way that he activated his power was really cool Mm -hmm. you know um yeah you had a couple of 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 strong people but you gotta have strong people you know you really only had one Crush looked like he was pretty strong. Yeah, maybe. He may not have been he may not have been as strong as Brick, but he was he was pretty buff. You yeah. Know? So anyway, what was your favorite part of the movie? My favorite part of the movie? Yes. Uh, why don't you go first on this? 
I always go first. I just went first just so I can go. But you just want to... You can go first again. You just want to... You want me to go so you go, oh, yeah, I like that part. <laughs> right? Sure. Um, One part I did like, and it was, once again, very brief, right? <laughs> was the part in the restaurant when Violet saw her crush. <laughs> She's drinking the water and flooding out. Uh, I thought that was... I thought that was funny as hell. That was, you know, that was pretty good. It was funny. I I really enjoyed that. And now you, sir. <sighs> My memory of a movie I've just seen. I just saw it. Okay, but you act like this has never happened in yeah. one of these before. It, it happens, happens every time. I'm about to say it happens every time, <laughs> Stephen. Every single time. Um. How about when they got the new house? My favorite part was um, when Elastigirl was f- trying to get up to the jet. Yeah. Yes. And boy yes. kept like misplacing yes. the portals. Right. And yeah. she kept missing. That was that was pretty funny. Oh, you know what I really, really, really liked? What? The fact that even though they showed Jack Jack with a bunch of different powers, right? Mm-hmm. And remember, I, I said they might as well go ahead and call him, uh, what did I say? The most powerful being in the universe. No, Jack Ex Machina. Yeah. Because I that really is thought what him. that he was going to come out of nowhere and end up saving the day. But you mean kind of like he did in the first movie? Well, he, well, he, not, no, he didn't really he save the day. Right. But, yeah. he, was, he was not always a kidnap, but ab- nobody saw it. Right. Mm-hmm. And but I thought that it was going to come out, he was going to be the one to end up saving the day because of his powers. But when it got there, he didn't, you know. They didn't take the focus off of um, where it should have been with Elastigirl. Just yeah. like the first movie should have focused on Mister Incredible, this one should have focused on Elastigirl and her saving the day. Yeah. So I I really like that. Um, I have a question. Yes. Which villain did you think was better, Syndrome or Evelyn? Um. Yeah, Evelyn Dever. Yeah, I really like Syndrome, mm-hmm. right? So do I. I liked his motivation, okay? His motivation was just straight up, he didn't want anybody else to be special, okay? Yeah. Um, I, I really liked that. It seemed like this is something that um, somebody who was mentally unbalanced would do, mm-hmm. okay? I didn't really get that from her. That said, I liked her plan a little better. Yeah. Okay. Her shit was thought out. Yeah, his was just, let's release this big old well, spider but, bot. But, but, but the thing shit. is, the thing is, is once again, I'm going to turn to comic books, right? His plan is the same plan, and, you know, there are going to be very few people who, who will get this. His plan was the exact same plan that Yellow Jacket had um, going up against this robot. And they're probably saying, what the hell are you talking about, Dad? Well, let me tell you. Yellow Jacket was this guy... Yeah, no, not out loud. <laughs> there was a, Yellow Jacket was a superhero who was really brilliant. He was actually the real creator of Ultron, right? Yeah. He, um... He got to a point where he was just paranoid. He was jealous of his wife, the Wasp. And, um... What he was going to do is he was going to create... A robot that was going to attack the Avengers or the city or something like that, and the only one who could stop it would be him. But it didn't work, 
and Wasp so like what ended up saying right. I mean, so that was was something that was really, um, I saw that one coming. Right, this one, the resolution was a little better. Like mm-hmm. I said, so I don't know between the two villains. Uh, um, now, you asked me a question before we came in, but go on. I'll let you. Finish. What you said about their motivations, I liked his story better too, because his story he was embittered because he had been rejected by Mr. Incredible because right. he wanted to be a sidekick and he had gone through all this effort yes. to like make everybody super. Her thing was really just ah, people are lazy. Yeah, yeah. And like things done for them. Right. But like I said, she said people are lazy and people like things done for them. But she put more th- it seemed like she put more thought mm-hmm. into her um her overall scheme, okay? Her her thing wasn't just I'm gonna kill a bunch of people like he did. Right? Her thing is I'm going to just like um stain yeah. in my hero academia. He she wanted to change the perception that people had of heroes against the heroes. Um what was I about to say? Once they said about 17 times that she was the inventor. Yeah. It there yeah. there were so many things that right not even in retrospect just while right. watching the movie. You know No, no. What, what what got it was was she said, "I'm the genius behind the genius." Yeah. I was like, yeah, okay. She's I, a I could guy. tell on your face. <laughs> right. I was like, "Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I was kind of thinking maybe the brother was the bad guy, but as soon as she said the genius behind the genius, I was like, "All right, there you go." Yeah. Yeah, I was thinking the brother at first, but then you just notice her sitting there. Right. If she hadn't, anything. if she hadn't been in all those interactions, if you hadn't seen her uh-huh. so much, uh-huh. yeah. it's it was the um, it's uh, the Hell's Kitchen Master Chef thing. What do you mean? If you ever watch Hell's Kitchen Master Chef mm-hmm. in the early episodes, unless somebody really goes out of the way to be an ass, you. Don't really see a whole lot of the person who's eventually going to win the show. That's fair, right? They they're they're just like under the radar. They may cook really good, but they don't get a whole lot of TV time until much later. Mm-hmm. So that's what I watch for now. If I'm watching one of those shows, I say, okay, this person hasn't said anything, so either they're going to get voted off tonight or they're going to go to the finals. And most of the time, I'm right about it. Um, now, here's a question. You ask me before we're going out, and you have to answer it now. You can have one superpower. What would it be? I did say I wasn't going to talk about this. So don't talk about the one you picked, and pick a different one. Okay. Well, if I had to pick a different one, it would probably be Void's power. What is his power? To make the portals. Oh, 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 yep. I'm thinking. I'm trying to think of somebody from My Hero Academia. No. So I can't remember that guy's name. But you Fair know what? I have one, I, I have two powers that I always go to. There was another one I had. Go ahead. Go for um, it. Changing the probability of things happening. Scarlet Witch. Okay. Okay. I wouldn't know that. Yeah, I know. I don't read comics. <laughs> Mine is one of two things, mm-hmm. right? And I always come back to one of these two powers I'd want. Either control over energy all forms of energy light, heat, everything, kinetic energy all that kind of stuff or the ability to know what? 
What is right. the second it's one? Just, it's just the, the ability to know. Um, I guess Jim Starlin called it cosmic awareness. But my thing is like, you know how you would want to change the probability, the probability of something happened. You I would know just whether know whether or not it's going to happen, right. And what's going to happen, right? Okay, They'll, just one of those two. Either that, or just you know, know all languages. That would be a cool surprise. Yeah, because I'm talking. You about, could get a lot of money for that. Yeah, I'm not talking about just speaking it. Yeah. Or writing. I understand. I'm talking about like computer languages, mm-hmm. just everything. You, <laughs> you can know? make a lot of money. All right. Anyway, that's so a very American way of thinking about that. Yes, I know. That's <laughs> a, that's how you thought as it. Soon as, I, that, as that's proposed, you can make a lot of money. Yeah, you can make a lot of money. Anyway, um, do you have anything else to say? Yes, you didn't answer my question in what? the stupid Teen Titans Go movie preview. Oh, why yeah, was yeah, Green Lantern yeah. black? Okay. History of Green Lantern is this: mm-hmm. back in the Golden Age, there was a guy named Alan Scott. Right? Yeah. He was a Green Lantern. There were a bunch of superheroes back then. Um, and then superheroes really fell out of favor. Okay? In real life or in the comics? In real life. Okay. Um, there's a bunch of reasons why, but let's just say that for a long time there weren't a whole bunch of superhero comic books. Then um, Showcase 4 came out, and they came out with a new version of The Flash. Okay? Mm-hmm. There was a Flash, and now there's a new Flash. And so they said, hey, this guy works let's rework a bunch of these old concepts with new people so they came up with the green lantern core okay and hal jordan was the first one that they had okay and hal jordan was green lantern forever but then they came out with um a bunch of other green lanterns right they came out with john stewart they came out with gray um gray gardner guy gardner they came out with um Kyle Rayner, and these were all the Green Lanterns of Earth. And now there's like two more. There's, uh, I think her name is Jessica. And there's one named Simon Baz, who's like the only Green Lantern who carries a gun or something, right? He's also a Muslim Green Lantern, right? Now, when they came out with the, the TV show Justice League, instead of using Hal Jordan, they used Jon Stewart. John Stewart was a black Green Lantern, right? Justice League became very popular, all right? So that for a while, that was the only Green Lantern most people knew. Really? More people. The people who didn't read comic books but just watched the cartoons, which there were more people watching cartoons than reading comic books, right? That's the Green Lantern they knew. Okay. So when they came out with the movie, they they decided to go back to Hal Jordan because, let's face it, Black superheroes don't, they don't sell, they don't move toys, they don't sell merchandise unless your name is, uh, you know, Black Panther and it's 2018, right? But this was years ago, right? Before the Wonder Woman, because, you know, the whole thing was girls can't. Anyway. Yeah. So there were people who, and I had a, a couple of people come up to me, right? Either come up to me or send me, um, Twitter messages I said, hey, why'd they turn Green Lantern into a white guy? <laughs> you know? And so, and I'd have to explain, well, there's a bunch of things, you know, there's a bunch of different Green Lanterns, there's a different Green Lantern, although the other Green Lanterns are there. But then the Green Lantern movie starring Ryan Reynolds came out, yeah, and it was bad. <laughs> That's 
Okay, there's some people who liked it. I really, really wanted to like it, but there was one scene that totally turned me against it. Okay. All right. Back in <laughs> Superman 2, Superman lost his powers. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, I remember. You remember when he got yeah. to the fight? Mm-hmm. Well, in Green Lantern, right after he got his ring, right, um, he went to a bar and basically got into it with some guys. So as he left, they came out after him. And he they started beating him up. Right. And he used the ring. He didn't actually use it, but the ring protected him by fighting back. And one of the guys basically got thrown headfirst through a brick building, through a brick wall. And when that scene happened, right, I was just like, I can't root for this guy. He just fucking crippled him. Right. Yeah. And then right after he cripples this guy. He realizes that the, what, you know, the ring has his powers, and then he takes off, pretty much leaving two beat-up guys and one possible quadriplegic. That reminds me of, you remember the preview for the Dogs movie we saw where the girl, like, emptied half a bottle of mace? Yeah. In the guy's eyes, and I'm like, what are that you was, doing? <laughs> that was, a that was, looks like a weird movie. They have, like, three or four different storylines yeah, going on all at once, and you're right. This girl who doesn't know what's going on in this box. This guy's trying to sneak a dog into his apartment building. He puts it into a box. The girl gets like a huge on the elevator, box, right? Not just like some small yeah, brown not, cardboard yeah, box. Right. This is like a big dog, too. Yeah. So he puts the dog in the box. They're riding up the elevator with this girl. The dog starts moving around because that's what dogs do. <laughs> she thinks that there's like a person in there, pulls out her mace, and he's basically trying to convince her, hey, it's not what you think. And so she fucking sprays it, empties like half the bottle. Into his eyes. Directly, not only directly into his eyes, but it bounces off and hits her. Because if you notice, she was also like, ah. And I'm just like, Jesus. wow, this is weird. That looked incredibly painful. Yes, yes. If you ever seen pepper spray videos, they're they're not not <laughs> like if you've seen that guy, um, that one cop who was pepper spraying all those protesters a few years ago. No. Yeah, he was just like a dick. yeah he was just walking by just spraying people like <laughs> right, and he ended up suing the college that the. Uh, that the protest is going on because um, there were so many people who were attacking him online that it hurt his wee little feelings. I feel like that should be illegal. What, to prepper spray somebody in the face? Yeah, the assault on multiple people. He had a badge. Yeah. And they disrespected him. I told you what the number one crime in the world is. Disrespecting a cop, right? You can kill whoever the fuck you want to if you got a badge, but if somebody hurts your feelings and you got a badge, then you're in trouble. Anyway, now I'm gonna get a bunch of emails. Well, you don't know what you're talking about, you fucking social justice warrior. Yeah, right. I'm a social justice warrior who believes in the Second Amendment. So bring that shit around my way. Anyway, you didn't know that? No, I knew that. Okay, thank you. Anyway, um, do you have anything else to say? Oh, this has been a really really nice it's been a really nice one yeah I don't think this is the longest one we've ever done though um it's close I think no. no I think we went to the other theater and we drove here but 
Anyway. Yeah, Any anything, anything else you want to say to the people before you go? No. No? Absolutely not. All right. Thank you for listening, and I'll be back soon with another episode. Goodbye. Okay. Thank you for listening. You know, I suppose I should have warned you that the Twitch um, video, the, the audio for the Twitch video and the Twitch video start the same with me right in the middle of a sentence. Um, I don't know what happened, but it happened. Anyway, um, yeah. <laughs> so I'm done making a uh, lot of noise. A lot of comic book noise. Take it easy. I'm going to go and see.